and welcome to Your Sales MBA, the podcast where your hosts, sales experts Jeff Hoffman and Cece Aparo, answer your most challenging sales and management questions. Let's dive on into this week's episode topic. What the F is a tire kicker? And why is this the absolute worst thing a rep can deal with? How do you get rid of a tire kicker without risking your chances of an op with that company? We reveal how to identify those tire kickers and how you can kick them to the curb without the risk of ruining your pipeline. This week's episode of Your Sales MBA starts now. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Your Sales MBA. I'm Cece Aparo, and I am here with Jeff Hoffman. Hello, Cece. How are we today, Jeff? I'm okay. I'm, I was just saying, I'm feeling more energized now. I was having, like, we talked on one of the podcasts about energy levels, and um, I'm just lousy after lunch. And we just had the big lunch. I know. And um, I'm definitely, I'm hoping for a good question. It, Wake me well, up. Well, actually, it is a good question. Okay. This is someone who we recently just met at one of our workshops. But if you're new to the podcast, this is your sales MBA, where we answer all of your sales questions from every stage of the sales funnel. So we have an email here from a friend of ours, Brian. And uh, let's see what Brian has to say. So he says, Jeff, my team is assessing and revamping our sales process, and I'd like to incorporate learnings from your workshop and get your opinion on a few of our sales challenges. We were the group from Argentina that sells vineyards, and we're at the San Fran Why You Why You Now workshop. We talked about tire kickers in San Francisco, but everyone loves the idea of a vineyard. My team is overwhelmed. We aren't spending the quality time needed with top folks. Do you have any suggestions, tips on how to prioritize our top prospects and deal with tire kickers so that my team knows what to focus on each morning? Yeah, absolutely. I'm so glad you you emailed Brian. I remember you. I remember you and your team, and I'm glad that you're using elements of the workshop and and happy to answer the question because you're certainly not alone. I mean... It, it feels like a good problem to have that we've got all these people who uh, inbound leads and they're so excited to talk to us because we have this sexy offering or this great space. And it feels like a good problem to have. But at some point when the velocity of leads is so great that you are a rep spending time on unqualified or as you put them, tire kickers, um, really can hurt the organization. It can really hurt the sales rep's productivity and and, and certainly hurt, hurt revenue. So understanding what a tire kicker is and how to arm ourselves and prepare for that is important. And if you're wondering what that expression even means, that the concept, of course, being that someone kind of in a very lazy, kind of rudderless action and just kind of slapping their foot against the tire as they playfully kick it, quote unquote, inspecting the car as they're considering to purchase it. That's what we call a tire kicker. They're not really invested. They're not really looking at it. But if we're not careful, we wind up doing all of the things that we're taught to do in sales and we get a false positive. Because what happens is tire kickers are very friendly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Tire kickers are not going to buy. They're not threatened by salespeople. So the normal kind of not share, be suspectful, be a little strange, not want to be friendly, not want to share intent, all the things we talked about in one of the earlier podcasts around paradigms, clearly is an issue here because they're not going to fall into that paradigm. They don't feel that way. So they're going to be super friendly. So when you say things like, do you have some time to talk? They'll say, absolutely. This is a perfect time to talk. So because we're so checkered with rejection in this difficult buyer, when we're greeted with this strange, friendly, engaged buyer, we can't help ourselves but not to be you know, tickled by it and be excited and to sometimes falsely think, maybe this is a buyer. And over time, we start to get even jaded by nice people. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think we were talking a couple of uh, weeks ago about how do we handle not nice people? Yes. 
Well, uh, we've all been, uh, this is a, how do we handle nice people? It's the opposite. <laughs> it's the opposite. Same problem. Exactly. You know why it's the same problem? Cure, well, it could be. Guys? It could be. Yeah, silence does help. And, you know, sales is not about rapport building. You make sales about rapport building and you have these problems. Sales is not about rapport building. Just like being a carpenter is not about rapport building. Just like being a pilot is not about being rapport building. Just like being a nurse is not being rapport building. Being a nurse is about saving people's lives. Being a pilot is about landing a plane and salespeople, it's about inspiring urgency where none exists. This has nothing to do with us as people. It has to do with the function of the roles that we create. But because we're in the people business, it's so easy to connect the two. Anyone who knows us know that the last thing we're advocating is that you're standoffish or not engaged in a friendly, real, present way with your prospects and customers. But the first rule in managing yourself against tire kickers is understanding that we don't get paid on friendly chit-chat. And we don't get paid on friendly conversation. We get paid on action and closing. Would I prefer a more pleasant call to a less pleasant call? Of course I would. But the pleasantness of a call is not the leading indicator to purchase. What is the leading indicator to purchase is action, which leads me to my second element around the notion of avoiding tire kickers. The best way to make sure that you're not wasting time with tire kickers is to actually ask more of them than you normally would at the stage of the process. If on the second call, you're accustomed to kind of going to demo and then trial, well, you're going to go to introduction to procurement before you even do the demo, if only to see the reaction of your prospect. Because what a tire kicker will never do is make your conversations public. The tire kicker is not buying. So the tire kicker is not going to advertise that they started a relationship that is false. So it's not about going to their boss because that's going to be very easily deflected by them. It's about getting introductions to people that are not this person's boss, but expand the audience. The tire kicker will be very reluctant to have you meet people knowing they have no intention of buying from you. So that's the second thing I'd look for. I've got a couple others, but I know you do too, CC. What's something that if you see it, mm. you get worried? For me, Jeff, the most obvious thing is when they're offering up more information on call one than any other call that I've had that week, I know that I there's a high possibility that I'm dealing with a tire kicker because tire kickers are more forthcoming than that real buyer that I might be dealing with. Yeah, that's 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 pretty crafty. I would agree with that. That makes sense. So another thing to consider too, Brian, because your offering is a sexy one. And for those listening, there are those industries and even those products and services where there's a bit of cult of interest around it. And, you know, careful what you wish for. I'll meet reps that, that begrudgingly tell me that they sell, quote unquote, a commodity and it's a very boring product. And I'll say, well, here's the thing about selling a boring product. The only person who's going to talk to you is someone who's interested in it. So depends how you look at it. If you're selling Mickey Mouse ears at Disney World, yeah, that's a pretty good, hey, that's everyone wants Disney ears and that's going to be an easy sale and it will be. And when they put you in that Mickey costume, well, you've got a real good sense of how many people want to talk to Mickey and not buy ears because that's what's going to happen to you in that costume. Uh -huh. So careful what you wish for, just because, you know, the unpopular products are often the easier ones to sell. But that being said, knowing that if you're working for a company or you're working for an organization that's, you know, really popular in the news or just has a massive inflow of opportunities, remember this third and probably most critical element to tire kickers. Tire kickers generally appear in the source of an inbound lead. They don't always appear that way, but they generally show up. Consider this, regardless of what you sell, 
people are not your customers often. The companies they represent are. Now, this is obviously not true with those who are selling consumer products. But if you're selling a company to a business or the government or education or, or, or large organizations, the source of the inbound lead is a person, but the company will be writing the check. So always assume that when you get an inbound opportunity from a title that's traditionally a non-buyer, for example, you sell technology that deals with marketing and you get an inbound lead from someone in product. What happens is something about your product or service caught the attention of that other person. And there's a very good chance they've misunderstood what you do. So they're calling you thinking you're something else. And that is a version of a tire kicker. Once they realize that they made that error, many people will recognize that error and say, you know what, I'm so sorry. I, I thought you guys did something else, but thanks for explaining it to me. And that's the end of the call. But for other people, there's a weird embarrassment that may happen. And then they become the classic tire kicker. They wind up starting a sales process with you. How weird. Why wouldn't they just say, I'm not interested? Because most people don't like conflict. And because most people don't like utter direct language for a variety of reasons. Remember this, everybody. You know, we spend our day being attentive Listening, asking good questions, listening some more, providing alternatives, all with the hope of helping our prospects and customers have a better life after they've purchased our offerings. Would it surprise anyone that there is a subset of people that they're dealing with helpful, friendly, observant, connected problem solvers like that experience. They want to be with you. I know we like to talk about the fact that a lot of people don't like sales reps. There are people who love sales reps. Mm -hmm. And think about it. This is someone who will take your call, listen to anything you have to say, and largely agree with you, laugh at all your stupid jokes, and find your point of view riveting, exciting, and brilliant. Some people really like that. And success does come when you try to build rapport. And this is why I often say careful with rapport because rapport building can often lead to these tire kickers. So either because maybe they like the attention or because they're too embarrassed to admit they missed it, they may gingerly start a sales process with you. So as such, you want to consider that the source of an inbound lead, particularly if they come from a non-traditional buying department, is probably the wrong person at the right company. So if you have that mindset, you'll handle their questions differently and you'll close differently. You won't think about closing the product person for a demo because you're already thinking it's the wrong guy, but then you'll be kind in dealing with them because you're driving toward a referral, not toward a demo. Okay, so how do we deal with them? You have a tire kicker. We've all been there where you are three calls, four calls in with this person, you realize this is not my buyer. How do we get rid of them? Because it's important. We need to free up that time to focus on real deals. I'm going to I'm gonna answer that question. I'm going to do it. In a role play. Nope. Ah. I'm going to do it on the other side. Okay, I'm back. You back? Cliffhanger. Yep, I'm here. I like doing that. I like saying these, like, I'm trying to get more inside with what I'm doing here with the podcasting. Inside? Mm -hmm. Like I'm using, like, expressions that podcasters use. <laughs> so, yeah, see? See, Allie liked Allie that. Liked Allie it. liked yeah, that. I, I, if you're wondering, like, who's my audience on my horrible jokes, it's Allie. Yeah. 
So I know if this is funny, if Allie laughs. I know it's not funny. You're just laughing because you're nice to me, but Allie will only laugh if it's funny. Sounds good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm upset on the other side. See? Because okay. that means, because there's like a little, like little, a little, eh, eh, and, little then eh, and then yeah. here you are. All okay, right. okay. All right. So, so, um, all right, so we need to figure out how to What you don't know is in the break it to the other side. I did like two phone calls and got a bite to eat. So I don't remember what my cliffhanger was. Where do we leave this? Done, done, done. <laughs> you were going to tell us what to do with how we break up with tire kickers. Yes, 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 we yes. Don't waste our time. Okay. This is the place where you bookmark either the podcast. And this will be the little part of the podcast you're going to send to all your sales buddies. All right. So this is how you break up with a tire kicker. We're going to role play it. You were right before, oh, you were before the, before the other side right. on the first side, you, you just said that. So we're going to role play it and you are going to be the tire kicker. Okay. And, and I have just realized on call three that you are a tire kicker and I got to deal with this. Okay. Um, Cece, you just said something to me very interesting. I did? Yeah. You said something that I didn't realize is part of your environment and it's eerily similar to a customer of ours. It doesn't do anything that you do but has kind of a similar environment. I think you'd enjoy hearing that, how they solve the problem with us. Yeah, that would be great. So uh, are you in front of your computer? I am. All right, hold on one second. I'm gonna send you a PDF, just tell me when you get it. I got it. All right, that's a case study we haven't published yet. That's not on our website. We're under NDA, so it's cool, but please don't circulate it. Okay. This is about to be published, but this is this customer I was telling you about. This is a short PDF, it's only a couple of pages. I want you to take a look at it. You're going to very quickly understand why I sent it to you. As soon as you're done reading it, call me back. Sound good? Sounds good. All right. Call me a little bit. Okay. Click. Now, what was that you're wondering? What did Jeff just do? Well, I think you dumped me. I didn't dump you. You were caught. You didn't dump you at all. We're just supposed to, I just gave you a case study that's not available to the public, and I gave you direct access to it. And then I gave you direct access to me after you've consumed it in a few minutes. Doesn't sound like I blew off anything. Sounds like I'm very attentive, which I have been. But you just put the onus completely back on me. Uh-huh. And you're going to have to call me back and tell me what you read. You're going to do that if you're a tiger kicker? Absolutely. And I'm not. never going to hear from you again. And what I will be doing tomorrow is calling other people in your company. And I will be exploring opportunities away from you because there's clearly a need. There's clearly something here because you are a lead. So I think there's still opportunity, just not through you. And if we ever bump into each other again, CC, you say, hey, whatever happened? I, why are you working with Mark and Margaret? I thought you and I were talking. I say, yeah, I never heard back from you. You never called me back on that white paper. I figured you weren't interested. Oops. Oops, that's me breaking up with people. What do you think? I like it. Yeah. Okay, so let's just recap it for people okay. really quickly. Okay. So when you're breaking up with a tire kicker, you are going to send them a piece of marketing materials, be it a case study or a new article, blog post, whatever it might be. And parenthetically, that does require prep work. And now I'm going to, I'm actually going to reveal what I usually do at the end of the podcast, my tip for what you can do today to make more money this week. What I would like everyone to do today is call someone in marketing and explain this process and <laughs> say, I need from marketing, we need in sales from marketing, a actual marketing piece of collateral that will never be offered on our website. I need it so I can give you this special thing. I And tell folks in marketing, it is used to break up with people. So don't make this the number one priority because I'm sure you're busy. And yeah. this is who the audience is because you'll need to have that prior to this breakup. That's my that's my my little sales hack for the like for the podcast. It. All right, so we're going to send them this piece of information. We are going to tell them to read it and that tell them specifically when you're done, call me. 
And then we're gonna hope to never hear from them again. And if they if they do call you, then we they're win. then they're a prospect. They you win. know they're if that's they call me back, I'm happy. If they don't call me back, I'm happy. It doesn't. It, there's no downside to this. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, Brian. Well, we hope this was helpful, and we hope this helps solve your champagne problem. But uh, <laughs> uh, until next time, wine problem. His wine yeah, problem. That's right, that's right. Until next time, everyone. Happy selling. Bye bye. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Your Sales MBA. If you have sales or management questions, feel free to send them to podcast at sellhoffman.com. That's podcast at S-E-L-L-H-O-F-F-M-A-N.com. And remember to rate, review, and subscribe. It helps boost us in the ratings so other reps like you can find us. Until next time, happy selling. Mm-hmm.